This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's say we do it. It's Thursday. It's nice to have you with us. What's up, Oh, hi there, Jerry. You know, I uh, when I'm doing like show prep for the show, I also check out uh, other than the, the sports sites. I always look at like TMZ and Page Six and this sort of thing because sometimes there's like athlete related things of in there. But I saw a story about uh, Johnny Depp. Now I had heard in the past. I don't know where I must have read this in similar periodicals in the past i had read that uh, johnny depp is somebody who has like a, a an unpleasant odor about him really yeah this is what i had read that he doesn't shower a lot he's got an unpleasant odor about him this article that i was reading uh, yesterday was about and there were photos to back this up his teeth are rotting right out of his head You're kidding no he's got all jacked up so is rotting he just teeth. natural type guy i guess so but that would people's teeth, bad teeth. Oh, it's bad when someone smiles off. and they have terrible teeth. Yeah, people's teeth really throws me yeah. off. I hear you. Like I just, I'm, I get, I start to think about what people's breath smells like. Also, the pain they must endure in their mouth. Yeah, like if you have bad teeth, at some point, crap's rotten in there. Yeah, and it's going to end up like it's going to be painful. They have said in the past, before medicine really be, and dentistry became a thing, that. If you would have rotting teeth, that that's connected to your brain somehow. Your your teeth because they're in your head, and that people who have had rotting teeth have had like brain situations. Yeah, I don't want a brain situation. No, that not from me. rotting teeth. No, no, I don't want the rotting teeth, and I don't want a brain situation. Yeah, who you blame? Parents for that? If people have bad teeth, I would think you have to. No. Yeah. I mean, if you're not taught properly. You're not taught properly. I yeah. mean, I can't imagine someone has grown up brushing their teeth twice a day, you know, flossing. I'm not going to be one of these people that says flosses every day three times. Flossing a few times a week, uses the mouthwash, and then all of a sudden when they become an adult, it's like, I'm free. No more. No way. <laughs> you won't get me doing no. this anymore. I'm you, an adult. As you're, I would think after all those years plus visits to the dentist, you realize how important that is. Yeah. You wouldn't just stop doing it. Unless it wasn't important in your youthful ages. I don't know. Yeah. Even like when I'm super tired on like, you know, during the week I have, I'm clearly in such a routine. My life, I do everything at the same time. On the weekends I get off of that routine, but, and there are some times where I am dead tired and I'm like, I do not want to brush my teeth. It doesn't take anything to brush your teeth. Right. But I do it. You just get up and do it. I do it. 
and I do it. I do. I floss once a day at okay. night. At nighttime, I do the and then uh, both both brushings of the teeth the morning and at night. I also listerine it right until it burns. And if I ain't feeling the burn, I read something. Well, you talk. I'm going to find I'm it. If I'm not feeling the burn, I don't feel like it's working. I actually wanted to bring this up to you. About Listerine or mouthwash? Or? Yeah, that it's actually bad for you yeah, in the long you know, run. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. The, you know, all these crazy ingredients people that I follow on Instagram, yes. they're all against toothpaste that contains fluoride. Fluoride is no good, too. Yeah, and they're against the, the harsh chemicals in Listerine. But I asked my dentist. He looked at me like I was crazy when I was talking about. I agree. Like, That's where it's like there's so much information out there. You yeah. can pattern a story any way you want to. Here's the thing: like I do not have. I go to the dentist every six months. I don't have cavities. I'm clear. Whatever I'm doing, I don't want to change up now. It's working. Right. Right. So why would you change? I'm not going to change, change. What's not broken? I'm not going to change. I agree with but, you. But, yeah, people are like, oh, no, Listerine is too harsh. Use this Dr. Bronner's. I'm like, Dr. Bronner's? I I want Listerine. <laughs> I want burnings. I want to get what my, all the products my dentist has. So I see Listerine at the dental office. That's what I want to use. Okay. You know what I mean? Whatever I you trust like. Them. I like Scope. Scope? Mm-hmm. I haven't had Scope in a long time. I'm not sure why. I guess it's just because... I probably would have gotten scope if I went for Listerine and it wasn't available. I'd yeah. be like, okay, I'll get scope. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure the same ingredients. Very similar, I would think. Yeah. It, it, that kind of is what it is. Yes. You would think. There used to be one called ACT. Yeah, they still have ACT. Which ACT, back then, and maybe it still is, ACT was a pre-toothbrush uh, thing. You rinse with ACT first, then you brush your teeth, then you mouthwash. I don't know. My kids use ACT. What order do you do your stuff? Brush like, my teeth and then mouthwash. If you were going to floss, where would you floss? First. Yes. What's weird is we were taught growing up, and even when you go to the dentist, they they brush your teeth first, then they floss you. And then mouthwash. And then mouthwash. Right. But I don't... I'm not against the flossing first. Mm-hmm. And then you brush out whatever. I like getting the crap out first, yes. loosening it up. Right. And then let the brush do the work. But definitely Listerine is last. Yes, always has been. It's a great feeling when you walk out of the bathroom after you use the, the mouthwash. Oh, yeah. Oh, how about this? Another thing I was reading on the internet, that you're not supposed to rinse after brushing your teeth. Okay. Like you brush your teeth, you spit out. What genius is this now? I don't know. So, so it was on the It was, it's, on, it's the on the internet. It's got it was on the true. internet, Jerry. <laughs> And then people were looking at the directions on toothpaste, and the, the never in there says rinse after use. Yeah, no, come on, stop. But again, I go to the dentist, guess what if they everything's say? everything's working, everything's working. Right. When I go to the dentist and they get done brushing my teeth, they say rinse. Yeah, absolutely, all the time. Isn't it weird when you go to the dentist and they floss you? There's a lot of things that are really weird when you go to the dentist. Floss me. Pretty much. It looks it feels so strange. Nothing worse too when you have a dental hygienist that's really attractive and you're sitting there with your mouth Ooh. wide open. <laughs> and she's scraping. And, she, and she's trying to talk to you. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I like I said, I'm very diligent with my brushing twice a day, flossing once a day, listerining twice a day. I go to the dentist every six months, and I still when I go in there, it is a scrape job going on. <laughs> right? I'm like, my gosh, I'm not eating candy. I'm not eating 
I know. You would think I'm eating candy apples all they, day long. You you want to go in once. They brush your teeth, look, and say, and they just, Congrats. sir, this is fantastic. We're done. Have a great. We'll see you in six months. This might be the best floss job I've ever seen. <laughs> the best uh, floss and brushing job I've ever seen. Congratulations. That is tremendous. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I got. It. I still have to go to the dentist. Now, I told you the other day I was heading on my way home from work. They called me on my way there. Canceled. Really? Yeah, the girl called out sick. Wow. Hygienist. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, so now it's still on the docket, Jerry, for oh. like uh, first week of June. I got that to look that forward threw to. threw you off. Threw me all off. Yeah. I was all prepared. I brought my toothbrush to work. <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, did you see the story about the... Probably not. I'm going to bring this up for you because i got to get the details. It involved our sports station in Chicago. Really? Yeah, Chicago. No, I didn't see it then. Producer. No. The score? Uh, the score in Chicago, I feel like that's yeah. like my adopted station since I go there and work there once a year. Oh, the score is. Okay, let's see. All right. So you might recall that uh, there's a guy, Jason McIntyre. I think he's the guy who writes for the big lead. Okay. He, he was a guest or a co-host sometimes with Colin Cowherd on his radio show. Mm-hmm. And they got to talking about Chicago. Oh, is this one where you call it Beirut? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason McIntyre said Chicago's a dump. It's uh, he, it, he said, quote, it's like a war zone right now. It's like Afghanistan. Oh, that's what he said. Okay, that's what it was. Okay. So they got to talking about it on this local uh, Chicago sports talk show. And the producer, a producer like myself who gets to chime in whenever, well, uh, prior to his on-air comments, he had tweeted to Jason McIntyre, keep Chicago out of your effing mouth. He used the full word. Right. Uh, you are uninformed and disgusting is what he said to him. So then it got... Defending his city? Okay. Then it, defending his city, yeah. But I guess it got back to... Uh, uh, there's another guy, Dan Proft. Let me see where Dan Proft is, what his, his story is, because he commented on... The comment of keep Chicago out your mouth. So this Dan Proft is a radio host also in Chicago, but not on the score. Okay, different one, probably the ESPN one. I think he's actually on the news station. Okay. So he uh, tweeted about this guy tweeting at Jason McIntyre. So he said, uh, he wrote, he tweeted, when I say the Chicago sports press corps is inhabited by illiberal poppinjays who flack for the... I don't know. This guy's writing crazy language. Anyway, he wasn't happy with the... The guy defending the city. With the guy defending the city. I guess in the way he defended it. All right. So then this producer on the air went after this guy and said he was going to have sex with his mother. Oh. That's probably not the right way to go now? Yeah. On the air? Yeah. Okay. On the air, he said he was going to have sex with his mother. Uh, to which uh, he said, Dan, I'll have sex with your mother. Dan Proft, you bring your mother over here, I'll bone her. I don't care, dude. Well, this guy's mom has passed away. On, oh, you know, my and, Lord. Uh, there is belief here the Chicago Sun-Times says that the producer has been suspended by the score. Good Lord. <laughs> I mean. I watched the video of this. Yeah. I guess I could see how it happens. Hey, you get on the air sometimes. You yeah, you say some stupid things. Go a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been suspended for telling a uh, fellow radio host that he would uh, he would bone his mother. And then the guy <laughs> tweeted back and he goes, well, my, my mother's departed. 
Oh, boy. So. So uh, great just to not comment on anything and not give a yeah. crap about anything. So the Chicago sports producer has not uh, been on the air, or nor has he been on Twitter since. Me neither. Uh, you've also not, but you had, you never had an incident where you told someone you were going to bone their mom, right? No, no, I've, I've never done that. Okay. I think I told someone to, to drive their car into a wall once. Yeah. In a fit of rage because the guy was being such a tool, but mm-hmm. no, I, I've never uh, said that. Nope. Yeah, you sure do have to be careful. You can get a lot. We can get away with a lot of stuff. We say a lot of crazy stuff. Comes back to risk reward though. Right. What's the point? What's the point? Like that guy was not going to drive ratings by saying, you know, telling he's going to bone his mom. Yeah, right. It doesn't work. Like, I don't mind if you want to, like you said, you hear Jason McIntyre go after Chicago calling it, a, 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 like it looks like Afghanistan. You want to defend that? Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. But then if another guy goes after you. Block him. Move on. You can't say that you're going to have sex with his mother. No. That, that Why is... bring his mother? His mother's not a famous person. Really silly. Why would you bring the mom? Really very that? silly. Yeah. I don't know that that was a great choice of yeah. words. Not no, it clearly he seems to be paying some <laughs> sort of price for it. But it goes to show too, and this is what we always talk about: whether it's NBA commissioners, head coaches. In this case, if if it is the score, if it would be Mitch Rosen, the boss, Spike. Now, like you're in charge of so many people, you never know what you're going to walk into when you go to work, right? Like for instance, Spike had a kid, so Pat Boyle did the overnight show this morning. I, I honestly don't know who was the producer, but it wasn't Fleegelman. He's in Italy. Like, Spike's responsible for that kid. Yeah. If that kid would have went on with Pat Boyle, when Pat Boyle was saying, I'm not impressed with the Mets, and I don't know, the kid, because they all seem to have the freedom to just pop the mic on and talk eventually uh, for the last several years now. If he would have pop, popped his mic on and said, you know what, Pat, I'll make a bet with you. you wanna, you're going after my Mets? I'll bone your mom. Mm-hmm. How about that? If they win again today. Yeah. Like, now, that's funny, but someone could take offense to that. Spike could walk into an email with this quote from this kid that he employs that he probably barely knows. Knows him, but, you know, not tight with him. Like, you're responsible for everybody here. Yeah. Yeah. It's so tough. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I remember when Mark Chernoff was retiring and some people asked me, they go, oh, is this something you would be interested in? No. No, right. I said no. <laughs> this station's on. I think I asked you. <laughs> this station is on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That means 24 hours a day, seven days a week, there's the potential of someone saying something really stupid and yes. you being in charge of it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, thank you. I know. I know. It's tough. It's a very difficult position. It's probably why they get paid a night. I don't know what it is, but they've got to be paid well. Because there's a lot of responsibility. Right. Like, it, it is, there is always something happening on your radio station. Constantly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not like a music station, even a music station that has DJs. They don't have the freedom. The talk show hosts have such freedom. I often say this, the, the music stations, if you, just, if you are a DJ, Jerry, 
and you decided that you were not going to play the Foo Fighters' Big Me. Instead, you were going to play Weenie Beanie by Foo Fighters. You'd be in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you would. They have a One playlist, song. and you better follow the playlist. Yeah. I learned that a long time ago, as I right. told you before. You didn't want to play Spin Doctors. That's correct. Meanwhile, on talk radio, you have four hours a Fill day. Fill it how you can. Yes. And it's only if you do something stupid do you get called on the carpet for and it. And think of how much, how, many, uh, how much opportunity you have to do and say something stupid. Right. When there is no song to go to. Yes. Right. And especially, like you said, you're a, a young guy or girl working a, an overnight shift or a weekend shift. It is not easy no. to fill the time. No, it's not. Especially if you know in the overnights, there's not a lot of commercials. There sometimes are callers, sometimes they're not. It's a lot going on there. It's a With lot no of responsibility. anymore, aside from the top of the hour. So you used to do the overnight. Even a bad, a bad hour would be four minutes of commercials. That's it. So, but at least you had the top of the hour update we knew was five to six minutes. And then you would take a break at 18. So if you didn't come on, the show open didn't hit until around six after the hour. It was a 12 minute segment, not 20, 12, not that big a deal. Then you'd go to the break at 18. Plus they'd throw in a PSA. Maybe it's maybe 1730. You could go to stretch break. it out a little bit. Then you. you had a two and a half minute update. So you had, you got a five minute break and you came back at 23 and the same thing. You had to take it to 3750. Again, it was a 13 minute segment. Nothing crazy. And you had the update. It was the same thing going at the top of the hour. Now there are no updates. And Sal has had nights where there's been three minutes of commercials an hour. So you have an update that's only 90 seconds now, not five or six minutes. So you're on, and the clock is still going to say blank 01 and and seconds. Like, holy crap. And you've got two 90-second commercial breaks. So you got to go to, like, 20 and then 40. And then the top of the hour. Yeah. It's a lot of time to fill. Yeah. That's hard. That's where you get your reps in, as they say. Reps. That ain't good for anybody. <laughs> I don't care what you tell me. You think it's good for someone's mental stability? No, I think it's it's really difficult to do. It is. You know, it's um, back in the day when, you know, you'd put a guest on, you'd have the, like, I remember Jody Mack back in the day. He would do a, he would do a full 15 minute wrestling segment every Saturday. He was doing the Saturday night overnights into Sunday. And I'm talking about like 1995. When I used to listen to Summers Overnight, and I used to listen to Joe, Jody Mack at the track, all that stuff. So, like, in the course of his, what was a 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. show, one segment every Saturday night overnight, you knew you had Jody Mack at the track where he gave you 15 minutes of local horse racing stuff. There was uh, Jody Mack and the wrestling stuff. I believe he did twice, uh, two segments in the span of the show. So one might have been at 225, and the other one might have been at 425. He's loved wrestling. And, it, and then he'd, have, he'd mix in some guests here. He'd mix in some phone calls. You had updates. It was a show with a lot of crap going on. Now it's on. Let's talk. You listen. Hard to do. Yeah. It's not the same. Now, would you listen to Jody Mack at the track? I did because I like Jody. Yeah. So you I would found listen to Jody very, in, uh, in, I found Jody funny. So I would listen to Jody Mack at the track, even though I really wasn't interested in horse racing. Right. That's the, see, that's the 
the impressive thing. If you can get people yeah. to listen through to things they're not interested in, it's what I've because always, of who you are. It's what I've always told you. You're listening for the personality that you like. If you're only listening for the sport you like, you don't really like that show. Right. Right. Or, you like that sport. Correct. Or those hosts, which is why as a non-Ranger fan, I used to listen to Mike and Chris interview Colin Campbell. Because you never knew what stupid question. Chris was famous for asking like tough, sometimes stupid questions. It was fun. You know, it, it is different, man. It is a different ball game. Yeah, when I was when I was really into Jim Rome, I would listen to him do hockey segments, yes. basketball, you know, segments on the Lakers. Because you like Rome. Because I like Rome. That's why I've always said, if you like Boomer and Geo, do what you want to do. Put who you want to put on. The people either like you or they don't like you. Right. You know, but man, some of these overnight shows are difficult. Yeah. Overnights and weekends. Tough. Yeah, they are. Uh, the uh, Discovery Plus app that I have, it's yeah. also on ID Channel. Last season, there was a show, or there was a, there was already a full season of a show called Undercover Underage. Dating? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Different. Uh, it's back now for season two. Undercover Underage, okay. Yeah, it's this, uh, this woman. She leads a group of people who try to uh, catch child predators online oh, boy wow who are trying to pick up uh yeah. girls in like in the way they do it in these like chat rooms and things and it's older dudes and all and they all have these phones where they chat with these guys until a crime is committed which is they either trying to lure them in for sex or want to meet them somewhere and they always every time they'll they'll say like a guy will say hey what's up and they'll be like hi just hanging out and the guy will be like, oh, can I see a picture? They'll go, well, I'm only 12. And then so that they get it out there to let the guy know. And then if the guy continues, then they they start Oof. getting trouble. It's amazing how Creeps, man. How fast. Like they just set up these random girl profiles and how fast. People are contacting them? Yeah. And they're not on dating sites. They're on just like um, there's something called Discord, which is some sort of some sort of like message boards that people talk on, I guess, different topics. Um, but they have all of the audio of the guys calling and leaving Creepy. messages, but they distort the, the girls or the kids voices. No, well, the, the kids are actually adults that are, oh, okay. that are talking like children, but the guys, I guess, because they're innocent until proven guilty. So they distort their voices for the TV show. So it's all like, how are you doing today? Do you have any photos I can see of you? No, Al, I don't. Hmm. You weirdo. I see you're teasing me a little bit. It's so weird hearing it in the the, the dis- yeah. uh, distorted voice thing. Sounds like a Home Alone when he did the, the shower scene. Yes. And he distorted the voice. Yes. Make it sound like he's an adult. And then they meet them out at places, and then that's when the they get the cops involved to arrest them. It reminded me of, remember the great um, Dateline NBC with Chris Hansen to catch a predator? Yes, I do. Those were great. That was great television. I just don't understand what, I guess, I guess the answer is they're sick, I guess. Yeah. Like, if you did it once and you got away with it, why would you ever think you, I guess once you get away with it, you could get yeah. away with it every time. Yes. But as you're going through it, is there not some party that says, this is really, like, this is jail-worthy wrong? 
Yeah, I don't. But I guess not. I don't know why you wouldn't. You know, I guess what the problem is for every one of these shows that catches them, there's probably dozens oh, and yeah. dozens out there that never get caught. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. You've got to look at your chances. You go, what are the chances I'm on a TV show with Chris Hansen? Uh, yeah. And that they would get you every time they'd lure you into the house, the Chris Hansen oh, show. Oh, my God. Remember, he would say, he the people would come in, and then he'd come out, I'm Chris Hansen. I don't, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. He used to do this thing where he would, uh, he would tell the people to come into the house. Come in. I'm, uh, I'm in the other room. And then they'd walk in, and then, then Chris Hansen would walk out. He'd you go, ever oh. watch anything fun? This is it's fun. Like that makes you laugh. Um, no, no. I mean, I mean, for like your psyche. Do you ever like... I found one thing very interesting. <laughs> I remember when when G first took this job. Yeah. Maybe about a year in, I remember him making fun of my music, my music choices. That Which, to me, I listen to everything. Yes, I do like alternative rock, some on the heavier side, but nothing crazy. But he was like, oh, too hard for me. I prefer just, I like poppy and light, keeps my, my spirits, you know, uh, positive. And I have noticed that the more you listen to happier music, it can put you in a happy mood. Hence why, aside from NCIS and Law and & Order, those are the only two shows I like that are not light and fun. Mm-hmm. I really try to keep it to comedies, stand-up, stuff like that. You are the complete opposite. Yeah. You really like dark crap. Yeah, that's a that good point. cannot lighten your mood at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm very interested in the human psyche, like why people do certain things. And I and I think that's great, but you overload yourself with it. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think, like, the podcasts I listen to, for the most part, are fun podcasts. Like okay. Comedians are guests, but I do also listen to podcasts where the people are about UFOs and things like that. Which can be frightening. Which can be frightening, yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think, like, do I see YouTube videos that make me laugh? Yeah. But, yeah, no, you're right. I never really looked at it that way. Your documentaries that you watch are usually about murder, missing people, Mm -hmm. people getting maimed, and people getting away with it. (laughs) Like, what the hell, man? (laughs) And then you have no problem shutting your eyes and just drifting off to sleep. Right. I'd be freaked out. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not freaked out. I, I, the one thing I will not watch because it would freak me out is things about ghosts. Okay, that's like things being haunted. But someone being stabbed in the face seventy four times, and then them finding the killer or not finding the killer. You're like, wow, it's a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> but God forbid you think a Casper running around. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any ghosts in my house, man, or where I live. It's an interesting. In- that's an interesting thought into your mind. Yeah, that's a good point. I never really looked at it that way, but you're right. The one thing I did take your advice about was I was getting too much sports talk radio. Oh, yes. Which you guys were doing five hours here. Yeah. Plus Legit five hours. Right. And then I was going home and putting Carton and Roberts mm-hmm. on in the background. Listening in a lot of cases to the same topics. Same topics. And it was making me crazy. Yes. And I'm like, what am I doing? Way too much. Too you much. Gotta, you have to break free from it. Yeah. I had to break free from it. So I did. I have been doing much better at that. Like I actually think the the most hardcore fan listener doesn't listen to five solid hours of us. Yeah, no, I you think can't. it's a, you're in the car. You put it on for 15 minutes. You get out. You're back in the car. You listen on your way home. You might stream a little bit at work, and it might total up to a few hours. 
But five hours is a lot of time. And I think that's that's the the battle then too, right? So the people that are listening like that, they go, oh, you guys, all you're talking about is the Yankees today. Yeah, because you got to kind of balance the people who are checking in and out, in oh, and out sure. to make sure you hit those topics for those people. But for somebody who's who does have it on all day, if you're a construction or you're in an office or somewhere where the radio is just on, but then I also think you're not listening, listening the whole time. It's just either. kind of on. It's just kind of on. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Very true. Very true. You can't make everybody happy. You just can't. Right. In any way, shape, or form in life, you can't. Good point. Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. That makes most people happy. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. And then we're going to be back here tomorrow starting at 5 a.m., and it's a Friday. And you damn right it's a summer Friday. Haven't looked at the weather, but I'm going to assume so. It's supposed to be beautiful. Oh, is that right? Tomorrow and Saturday. I don't know about Sunday. Tomorrow and Saturday looks very nice. You don't say. Yeah. I have my sister's uh, 50th birthday party on Saturday. My oh, li- I know. I'm the same age as your sister. My little sister. How about that? That feels weird. Yeah, I'm sure. When's your 50th? March. But March. Right, right now we're both 49. Right, right now you're both 49. We're both 49. Maybe I can have an affair with her. <laughs> Do not have an affair with my sister. She's married with children. So am I. <laughs> Sounds perfect. <laughs> I'm going to Maryland this weekend. For what? Uh, baseball tournament. Oh, nice. What That's, time are you going Friday? We're going Friday. We'll be back sometime Sunday between noon and midnight. Oh. <laughs> so you got to get a hotel out do. there. Yeah, I, we have a hotel for Friday and Saturday. Which town? Uh, it's in Aberdeen in Maryland. It's Ripken. Oh, cool. So we will be there. That's why I took Monday off, because if we play the championship game, we won't be home till I think, 1030. Right. I can't. And that happened last two weeks, so I can't do it again. Oh, I got CeeLo? Yeah. Oh, okay, I like CeeLo. Yep. I always contact CeeLo before I take a day off. Thank you. You're very welcome. I mean, I like Peter Schwartz. We don't have the same chemistry. You don't. <laughs> you d- Peter. <laughs> Peter, are you here? <laughs> and I overcompensate, because I think I got to talk more. Well, that's what happens when much. you're like, Peter. Peter. Please talk now. Peter, hello. <laughs> Meanwhile, CeeLo. <laughs> CeeLo's a good talker, though. I saw a little Lepresti running around the baseball field the other day in Middletown. Oh, really? I don't think it was his kid, oh, but it was like Lepresti. Yeah. I thought it was like, that's oh. kind of cool. Maybe it's Uncle Chris. I don't know. I meant to ask him if he had a nephew. Hmm. Eh, funny. All right, Jerry, warm up next to you.